It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, hey, twerk it, hey, twerk it. Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. This is episode eighty-eight opportunities. I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. I know I did. I bitch is tired. Okay. I did a lot this weekend, but bitch had a good time. Um, if anyone cared to know what I did this weekend, I went to the winery on Saturday. Had and tasted me a couple of wines. It was really nice. Had a good time there. Um, so if you ever get a chance, you know, to do wine tasting and go to the winery, I say, uh, make sure you check it out because it was good. Um, oh, it's a lot to get in today <sighs> to go over from the weekend and from this past week. So hope everyone has their coffee, their tea, whatever to get them ready. Okay. Because some shit went down. So, let's get into the shit. So, damn America. So, the Democrats need us. When I say us, I mean young voters. So, they need the youth to go out there and be able to make these changes, make things happen. And I've already said that in previous times that I talk about the political uh, debates and the campaigns. Um... I already said that we are going to be the ones that is going to change everything. Now, the thing is, <clears throat> how can they get us to be the ones that change everything? What can they do to change certain things that will appease us, that will make us want to, you know, vote for them? Because right now, uh, me being a young voter, there's no one right now that I personally think is doing it for me um just talking to some of my friends and things joe biden really right now is kind of doing it for some of them um only because you know they mentioned that he does have the experience he's been in the white house so he knows and you know knows how things runs no certain bills you know things like that he has the you know experience and you know he would be the one that could possibly be Trump. Um, 
But I mean, when we think about it, is that really enough? You know, is that so such, you know, to the point where is that all that we need? You know, let's say, you know, Joe Biden wins and he gets in the position and he just, you know, sucks. Um, being that the Democrats need these young voters, a lot of them are doing a lot of things to appease and get the young voters um, voting, like uh, Bernie Sanders, for uh, instance. He, in his campaign, um, I believe back in 2016, his focus is on young voters and in the midterm elections in 2018, he had put um, emphasis on young voters being, you know, the important part of everything. Um, when I looked at like a poll, I saw that like nearly 60% of people 18 to 24 say they're Democrats, while just a third say they're Republicans. So that's a, you know, that's a huge and big little number. Um, I personally, I have decided that I am an independent. So I'm really not a part of no party. Um, I would, you know, make my choice and do my voting based off, you know, my research, how I feel, um, what I've learned, what I feel, you know, who will represent us. And I feel like the Democrats, they're trying to, you know, tell us about they'll be free, no more student loans. Oh. That is the big one that everyone is using. I think that is what is really uh, getting a lot of the young voters is the no student loan thing. And the thing about the no student loan thing for me, it's like, you know, everyone is saying that they'll erase the no student loan, but like, what exactly is the requirements? No one has stated that yet. Like, no one has stated what exactly is the requirements. Um, what exactly qualifies you to have no student loan debt? You know, no one has really put emphasis on that, but they're kind of using that and marketing it. So it's just like, okay, yeah, let's do this because we know that majority of the problems with some young people are, you know, that their student loan payments. Some of them are very behind in that. Some of them have, you know, gotten to debt with that at a young age. So let's use that to appeal them to rule them in. And... You know, I just feel like with that, it's just like, there is, there goes the promises. Like, you know, we're promising you these things, but we probably, most likely, can't get these things done. And it just sucks because most of the, you know, young voters, they don't do their research. They just go off of, you know... For me, I feel like with young black voters, they go off of how they were raised in the household. You know, like growing up, black people were raised to be Democrats. We were raised to, you know, be Democrat. That was the party. There was no republic. You know, like we were raised to do that. So I feel like, you know, a lot of young black voters are now are probably being raised to, you know, do that as well instead of being able to, you know, do their research and learn. Some people are drifting away from that, you know, that stereotype and that, you know, I guess I'll call it that, um, 
myth or that uh, structure and they're actually researching and doing things on their own and you know finding out certain things or whatever the case may be um also you know I found out too that a lot of young people they don't um they don't donate to the campaigns they don't have a voting record yet um so if they you know that's a good uh thing that they feed off too it's like oh okay hold on these people don't have a voting record yet got one this is this is my main audience this is this is my main stream person that I'm really basically talking to because this person is going to be a new voter and they're going to go out first time voting excited they see me they hear what I'm going to do you know they hear all this stuff and I just got them so excited so pumped so I know they're going to go out there and vote for me and I think a lot of the candidates are using that as well because shit I would probably use that. Like, if someone is brand new in something and I have to, like, market myself to them or market a um, certain item or something, you know, that I'm using to get their attention, hell yeah, I'm going to feed off of somebody that doesn't know shit about it, that is just brand spanking new. They're going to be my target. So, boom. Half of these young voters, majority of these young voters, don't have a voting record at all. They probably just came out of uh, college or they are in college and, you know, they're finally able to vote. So, it's just like, you know, should the Democrats really use that? Should they really take advantage of that? And, you know... It's just a lot of things with the whole, you know, with with the whole campaigning. Like, you know, the young people, we're really looking at a lot of the issues that really affect us. Like, you know, the, the social changes, like the the police brutality, um, wages, you know, things like that. Um, really a big one is immigration. You know, a lot of people, a lot of young people are very passionate about that. Um, a lot of them have, you know, formed different organizations around these certain topics and these issues, but it's like, you know, are the Democrats really fighting and understanding and listening to what these young people are saying. You know, you want them and you need them for votes, but, like, are you really taking the time to really sit down and understand how they feel, why they feel this way, you know, things like that. Um, Like, I was reading this girl in an article. She said that, this election feels like a question of our generation and how it will shape the next 20 to 30 years of this country. And that's so true. Like, it, it really, because it's just like, you know, our parents, they've done that. They've done and, you know, did everything when it comes to social justice, social, social um, injustice issues and, you know, marching, protesting, things like that. They've done all of that majority of them have opened the doors for all of us to do half of the things that we do so it's like now 
things that are happening now, it is the youth of today that's really going to make the change and take the step and go the next mile to, <clears throat> excuse me, to see what is actually going to get done. <clears throat> excuse me. So, I think we have a long way to go. Um... Hopefully, with this election coming up, a lot of young people are doing their research. They're learning about these candidates, and they're not just going off of <clears throat> hearsay, things that they hear. So, we shall see. But I feel like it's not just the, you know, the Democrats may need us. But I feel like the world <clears throat> needs us. And we need to be the ones to really step up and make that change for the whole, you know, the whole United States. And it just starts by, one, us coming together, two, researching, and three, just making sure we pick that perfect candidate, you know, for the job. So... <clears throat> We'll see how this plays out. It, it feels good to be needed. <laughs> it really does. It feels good to be needed. That's for sure. It really feels good. So, a lot of people have so much to say about this next topic. This next topic has been like the headline of headlines. And I have gone through so many group chats with this topic. I've seen a lot of Twitter pieces with this topic, hashtags with this topic, this is the topic, <clears throat> so, damn America, is Jay-Z an opportunist, so, we all know that Jay-Z and Beyonce, they definitely have changed, in my opinion, just, I'm just going to put that one out there. They changed in my opinion because, you know, certain people they used to hang with and, you know, just their outlook on certain things. Um, they have been very vocal with certain topics. Uh, they have supported certain people. You know, the Hillary campaign, they definitely did concerts, things like that. Um... They have became more aware and more woke to situations. I'm not saying that they have not been woke, but they really like woke, woke. You know, like, you know how you're woke, but you really like wake up, <laughs> like it like boom. That's Jay-Z and Beyonce to me. <clears throat> now with Jay-Z, I was riding a car on my way to the winery and I saw you know they had like this Jay-Z essentials or whatever now I like put that on my mix put it on my mix or whatever and I'm just listening to the lyrics cause you guys you know, cause you know normally when a whole song come on you you rapping right along with hoes like you know you're not some may but you know me not me I'm not really like really deep down listening to the lyrics I'm just rapping with them and when I listen to these lyrics, 
I'm like, yo, Jay was already really speaking this shit, you know, speaking about social injustice and, you know, hoods. Like, he was already speaking this shit. I probably just didn't pay attention. So, <clears throat> with that being said, we've always seen and saw Jay-Z, you know, the whole Meek Mills thing that went down. Uh, him being locked up for that long period of time and everybody had the hashtag free meek for a couple of months. And we see Jay do certain things behind closed doors to, you know, help Meek. And then the main person that we know helped him was Meek's godfather, uh, Robert Kraft. And he came in and stepped in and got Meek out of jail. So eventually, you know, we started to see Robert Kraft always with Meek and hanging out with Meek and it was at the, you know, Patriots Parade and, you know, everything. And we started seeing Jay with Robert Kraft in meetings, sitting down. And then they came out with the whole social uh, injustice initiative and program or whatever and we're seeing more big time people at the table i think you saw like the owner of the sixers and you know just different people at the table so when i saw that and i saw you know they was on like social injustice i was a big time advocate like oh well, why wouldn't they call kim kardashian to help them and be a part of this or whatever whatever those are my those are my thoughts so now we come to today and we get on our phones alerts that Jay-Z has signed a deal with the NFL. Now, we all know Colin Kaepernick's protest. We all know what Colin Kaepernick was standing for. <clears throat> we all know that some were saying they weren't watching football, but goddamn it, they were watching that fucking football, Okay. We all know that the ratings dropped, but it didn't drop significantly to the point where the NFL was going to be, like, over. So, Jay signing a deal with them. I look into the article. I'm reading. I'm like, okay, he's going to be a part of the social justice initiative. He's going to be, you know, a part of the halftime show. You know, things like that. Those are the certain snippets I got from it. And, you know, the entertainment purposes. And um, it's going to be different podcasts and different things for the players to, like, um, <clears throat> voice their opinions and things. I read that. So I'm like, okay, cool. I read these comments and everyone is like, you know, maybe Colin is going to be a part of this. Like... How could Jay do this? He's a sellout. Um, after everything that Colin fought for, Colin still has no job. Okay. So when I saw the pieces with the Colin still had no job, this is my thing with the Colin still had no job thing. And this is my thing with, with people with this with the Colin Kaepernick thing. Niggas was never, never supporting Colin Kaepernick, even in, in this beginning of this career. I've never heard anybody say, oh, Colin Kaepernick, that's my man, that's my nigga. No one was never saying that when he played for the 49ers. No one never said that when he brought them to the Super Bowl. Never heard it. Never heard anyone care too much or was a fan of him. 
that's that's not a problem. It's not bad. And it's not bad that people want to be fans of him now because, you know, of what he's doing, what he's standing for. That's cool. But the thing about it is, do you know exactly what he was kneeling for? Do you know exactly why he felt the need to, to kneel? Some are saying it's because of police brutality. Then some are saying he doesn't have a job. Which one is it? I always thought that it was for the police brutality. And in the midst of him doing the kneeling through the anthem for the for the police brutality, he lost his job. So it's just like, okay, you go to work every day, right? You keep showing up late. You keep doing this and you keep doing that after several notices and things went out or, you know, certain things. So you keep doing it. You ignore it. There's going to be some repercussions that come along with it because it's just like, okay, you done ignored upper management. You done fucking ignored this person. So something has to happen. Okay, so I feel that certain things came to Colin's way and Colin being that he was doing his peaceful protesting and he was fighting for what he felt was right and still is at this time against police brutality. People spoke, people said this, people said that. So you know what? We're going to have to let you go because you're not listening and following what we want to do. So when I when I think about it and people do protesting, let's just sit back to, you know, when people protest and did sit-ins and things like that. There were repercussions behind that. Even though we felt the repercussions were not correct or were not right, there are repercussions. So the repercussions is that, okay, you know what? He's going to lose his job. A lot of people think that it was the NFL blackballing him. Teams wouldn't pick him up, this, that, and the third. I don't really think it was. I felt like it was more so of people were sent like, look, if you pick him up, think about this is going to happen for your team. Think about that that's going to happen for your team. Think about, you know, the the appearance of the team. I don't think it was more of blackballed. I think it was more of you better not type shit. So I guess you can say it was. So, here we are. People are fighting for the police brutality calling, and then people are fighting for the calling that having a job. Jay-Z comes. Jay-Z is a billionaire, okay? He's only, in this point, even though money, unfortunately, money talks, bullshit walks. He is going to be at the table with the billionaires, okay? He got a seat at the table. He's at the seat at the table with the billionaires. Robert Kraft was already his man because he helped out Meek Mills. So Robert Kraft is in his ear like, look, the NFL is going going through this, 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 this. Maybe you can get into this. I can get you hooked up with my man who's the owner of the NFL, whatever. Money's talking. He's a billionaire. And if you and if you even thought about it and looked at everything, the fucking Patriots didn't even go to the fucking White House. And, you know, Robert Kraft and Trump and Tom Brady, homies, ain't make a visit. Okay? So, you know, Robert Kraft, Jay-Z, Meek Mills, and his ear like, y'all bros, not a good look, shouldn't go, team shouldn't go. You know, 
So these are billionaires just like feeding off of each other, having conversations, feeding off of each other about what looks right, what don't look right, this, that, and the third. So they're the billionaire boys club. You know how they had that clothing line back in the day? They, they are that, okay? So article comes out. Jay does an interview. They give us snippets, uh, snippets of the interview. They give us snippets of him saying, you know, that was, you know, the protest, not knocking it, but now we got to take some action. And I understand that because at the end of the day, the protesting was a very great idea. It was a very good initiative. It did wake up some people. It did get his whole thing out there. But if we think about it, these peaceful protesting has been going on forever with black athletes since the 60s if you go and do your research there are some black athletes that during the olympics had to give up their gold medals because they would put their fist up in the air when the national anthem came on so this is not the first rodeo for black athletes okay so my argument is this. We don't even know what Jay-Z is going to do. We don't even know what his position is going to be. We don't even know how much respect or how much action he has into everything. We don't even know what pieces are going to come together. We're just getting bits and bits and bits and bits of pieces. And then finally, we'll get the masterpiece and put it all together. So... With the, you know, he's an opportunist, he's a sellout. I can't even go down that road yet. I can't even really form an opinion because, one, I'm still watching football. Ain't thought the football never left off my station. Yes, I love what Colin Kaepernick was doing. I respect it, but the bitch was watching football, okay? And maybe I can feel this way because I never was one person that was like, oh, I'm not watching football, I'm protesting it, ain't watching it, this, that, and the third. I saw this comment, and this girl was amazing with the comment. To sum it all up, basically this. Until every black player that's on every team do a walkout or sit-in, then it's always going to be football. Football is 90% black. 90%. So without football, without without us black people, basically, these black players, these black strong men, there won't be no NFL. So if your goal is to stop the NFL from making money and stop the NFL or want the NFL to hear you out and listen to you, then there got to be some more action. And I feel like Jay is coming in here is going to be that action. He He's going to be that person, I believe, that's really going to put it together. We don't even know how much respect he probably has behind those closed doors. We don't even know if his position is going to be one that's going to change some things. Then it's a thing that comes out and says he's thinking about being a part owner. Yes! Yes. Now, when Diddy got on Twitter and said, you know what? This is what's going to change some things. We got to go out here and we got to own some stuff. We got to be the owners of this team. He couldn't even pronounce the fucking team he wanted to be an owner of. He couldn't even think about it. And it was the fucking North Carolina Panthers. He couldn't even think. So when Diddy did that during the time of the boycott, it was cool. It was okay. But now that the thing is coming out that Jay's going to do it, it's a problem. It's still an issue. It's a money move, people say. 
Listen, this man is smart, okay? And I honestly feel that, <laughs> and if I was him, he'd probably like, fuck these fans, okay? I don't care what y'all say. I've never been the one to care what y'all say. I've never been the one to be in the limelight. This, yes, is causing me to be in the limelight because of the issue, because of everything that's going on. But one thing I can say about that fucking Jay-Z and Beyonce, they surprise you with some shit, okay? If it's if it's pregnancies, marriage, concerts, whatever, they a surprising couple, so that's why I can't form an opinion or even think or even, you know, be with these hashtags or even be with these articles because it's like, I don't even know what he's going to do. I'd rather give him a chance. I'd rather see what's going to form, what's going to change before I even put him in that box and put him in that category. I just can't do it. And I won't even allow myself to do it. And then everyone keeps yelling, Colin has no job. Colin has no job. Colin, why would you even want to go back? And play for a franchise that basically said, fuck you, screw you. You didn't want to listen. We don't give a fuck. Like, why would you want to? I get it. Everyone's like, oh, because he wants to play football. Okay. Ooh, sorry, y'all. had some difficulties there. Okay, he wants to play football. I get it. But it's just like... Sometimes I feel like things happen for a reason. I feel like maybe this is his calling to be a social activist. Maybe he's not supposed to play football anymore. You know, like you never know what you're supposed to do in life until certain things and certain situations happen. And I feel like this is one of those things. I feel like this is something that is a learning thing for him. Like he maybe is not supposed to be playing football anymore, but... You know, we never know. I just want us to give Jay-Z a chance, like, before we put him on that chopping block, before we, you know, realize or think that he's not doing shit. And then on top of that, too, and I said this in a group chat to my friends, stop looking for these celebrities to save the day. Stop looking for these celebrities to be your voice of reason. You can only be your voice of reason. Only you. You can be the one that can change something in your community. Not them. Yeah, so they can be the only ones that can help, you know, help their own, okay? They're not looking to help you. You have to help you. So stop looking for them, these celebrities, to be the voice of reason and help with this and help with that. Like, no, no. I, I, I'm i a big advocate of that. Like, I, I can't stand it. So, okay. So, damn America, the Democrats need us young voters. Do your research, okay, people. Make sure, you know, you vote for that right candidate when election time comes or even, you know, when the primaries come. Um, also, Jay-Z, to me, he's not an opportunist. At this point, I cannot label him as that, as such, and I won't until I can see what is going to go down, see what, you know, what's going to happen, what's going to occur, okay? So let's get into our rising star. So our rising star, we have Jessica Wolf. She's the director of Community Summit Series. So Summit Series organized an invitation-only gatherings for leaders across all disciplines, amassing 3,000 members in its nine years. A global director of the community is Jessica Wolf, who vets and interviews applicants 
focus on events that can help female entrepreneurs secure access to funding and has created programs such as summit circles and local community to connect industry and regional thought leaders behind the organization flagship summit so shout out to jessica wolf she's 27 she's from new york and we lift you up girl okay so now let's get into you know the twerk something segment i feel like the twerk something segment everyone loves it you know, everyone loves when we, you know, talk our shit about the, you know, the gossip or whatever. So, <laughs> some shit went down in Hollywood. Like, Hollywood is something. I think if I spend a day in Hollywood, I probably wouldn't know what to do with myself, to be honest. Like, I, I don't know what I would do, but a bitch would probably love it. Um, where do we begin? Oh my God, there's just so much. Okay, Queen Radio, anniversary show. Nicki Minaj. Y'all, okay. I don't want any of the barbs that listen to me, you know. I love y'all. Barbs, whoever, the beehives, the hives, whatever. I'm gonna have me a little name for the people that uh, support me, okay? I'm gonna come up with something. Listen here, Barb's. Y'all girl, I feel that she may be going deaf because she's always yelling. Like, she's always yelling. Like, I know I'm loud. I can be loud at times. But throughout my, you know, years and throughout my growth in life, a bitch has learned how to tone it down. And this, this one on the other hand, she's very loud. You know, she's yelling. And I'm just like, why? I can't even listen to the show because she's just yelling. Like, everything, she's just yelling. And it's like, you know, I, I, I think she needs to go get her ears checked, to be honest with you. Because maybe she just can't hear, like, maybe she may be a little tone deaf. I don't know. But I couldn't even really listen to the Queen Radio show because she was just yelling and, you know, then she went off on Joe Button because comments that he made about her being on drugs. And then Joe, her and Joe Button must have made up and Joe Button had her on the podcast. And I couldn't even listen to the fucking podcast show because she was yelling on air. And I'm just like, damn, I can't listen to nothing because she just yells. Like, she just be so loud. I feel like Nicki Minaj at this point We know she can rap. We know she stole majority of Kim's style. And and Barb's, I don't give a fuck what you say, she did. Little Kim is the only one wearing the pink wigs. Little Kim is the only one, you know, dressed in prerogative. Every rapper that's in the game right now stole a little piece of the old school rappers. Whether they want to admit it or not or don't want to, y'all did, okay? Y'all looked up to them. Y'all wanted to be them. We all did when we was growing up. So... Half of y'all got a little bit of something going on. She just, to me, is just like... I can't even say that she's washed up. Because she's not washed up. She's just... How can I put this? She's just not relevant anymore. Like, we're just not looking for Nikki. Like, the Barb's probably are. But we're not looking for Nikki. That's just like with Trina. I don't think people looking for Trina. Trina may have fans out there. There may be a fan base for her. But ain't nobody looking for her. Like when you in your car driving 
and you put on some shit that's like old school. I've never seen anybody go and put on an old school Trina album. Like, never. Never. I don't even see people go and put on an old school Nicki album. I think I, I have one time, and I think the album that I put on, old school Nicki album, when she was, um, like, she got some songs on there where she's singing. And I think she with Ariana Grande, and they got a song, or I, I think it's the Pink Print. I think that's the album. I think that's the album that I'm like was liking or whatever. But it's like other than that, I'm not putting on a Nicki album. So it's just like things come and go, things happen. You know, you got a lot of people in this industry that is your competition, and it's like you know, how are you going to keep up that celebrity status of being that bitch in the rap game unless you got to you know, be on your shit. Now, that new song that she got with Megan Stallion, she's dope on there. Versus dope, good. I love it. And I love, like, the little friendship that her and Megan, you know, built. But Nicki Minaj, to me, is, like, someone that I'm not that pressed to hear from. Like, if she drops a single or anything, I'm not pressed to hurry up and download it on Fridays or whatever. Like, you know... I just wait and kind of see what the buzz is around it. But she's not one that I'm checking for. Like, and you know, and sometimes it hurts. Like, when, when people say that, like, hey, you're not checking for me? That bitch, you're not checking for you. Like, niggas, you're not checking for No, nigga, I'm not checking for you. Like, so people get kind of offended with that. And it's just like, you know, you're just not being checkable right now. Like, your time came. And now we got some all else, like, that we checking for. So, I just really think and hope that she need to go to the doctor. I hope she's been getting her annual checkups. And because baby girl got some something build up in them ears because she's so damn loud. Like, she just yells all the time. And I, I just don't, I don't know what the issue be. She just be yelling. Yelling. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, she just yells, like. It's be so bad. It's just so bad, y'all. It, it really is. And honestly, Barb's, y'all should be embarrassed for the way the fuck that she be yelling. Y'all really should. Because if she the representation of y'all, she's representing y'all really bad. Because the bitch be yelling. And it's, it, it hurts my ears really bad. It hurts them. Now, we all watch Basketball Wise. I know y'all watching. Y'all may not be acting like y'all don't because y'all be like, oh, no more celebrity TV, da, da, da. Well, you know, a rumor has that a little birdie kind of told me or I saw that Evelyn Lozada and Birdman are dating. And Birdman paid for her a hotel in Miami. And, you know, she's been at the hotel or whatever. And, you know, Birdman and Tony Braxton are over. You know, she said that she had lost her wedding ring or whatever. But we all know that's because the wedding was all. So, she really didn't lose that ring. That was her way of just basically telling us to stay out of her business. And don't ask her why she ain't have her ring on. So, you know, Evelyn Lozada is the type of girl that wherever the money is looking good and the money is right, that bitch is going to be on you. That bitch is going to love you. She's going to be there. Now, is she giving cookies up? I do not know. I hope she's not because she's about too old to be giving up these fucking cookies, okay? Then let's just talk about these niggas that she be messing with. None of these niggas that she messed with, don't. none of them ever do not be broke, okay? So, if you want to have a hot girl summer... 
and ended right, maybe you should look into what Evelyn Lazada is doing because she's doing the fuck something. I don't know what the fuck it is. But whatever she's doing, she's getting to the money. Okay? And if you're the type of bitch that want to get to the money, you need to be looking at Evelyn because Evelyn is getting to the money, getting to the bag. Now, as far as Birdman is concerned, oh, I don't know what these bitches see in him. But, you know, when he was with Tony Braxton, she always used to say that he was very nice and polite or whatever the case may be. I mean, half of the time you can't understand what the fuck he was saying. So, I mean, I don't know. They say the ugly niggas got the money, okay? And, you know, me personally, I just don't do ugly niggas. Okay, and you know, if I do decide to go down the route and do ugly niggas, you know, when I say do ugly niggas, that means like give ugly niggas a time of day. I got to have like, I got to not have my glasses on that day. No contacts. So a bitch can be just blind, you know what I'm saying? Like nothing in front of me. I got to. That's the only way that I'm going to be able to date an ugly nigga. Other than that. I just can't do them. Like, I've just never been a fan. But, you know, they say the ugly niggas is the, is the best niggas. So, you never know. But I just can't do it. But, you know, Evelyn is doing something. That's all we're going to say. She's doing something right, and it's, it's where she wants to be. So, yeah. Um, and speaking of niggas, so, you know, this nation, they had bring your cheating ass man animal porn loving man to work day Portia Williams and Dennis they have been like co-hosting on the show together and it's just like you know we all know Real Housewives of Land is coming up November is where they when they always air and you know this nigga when we learned everything about him he's all about the money all about the fame and, you know, Portia's on it talking about they're going to have another baby. They working on it or whatever. But bitch was just separated. She just was, you know, not having no ring on. Now they work on another baby. Girl, bye. The thing about this shit is, and this is sometimes when you got to mind your business. Portia was just, you know, Everybody was telling her about her man, how the streets was talking in Atlanta. And them streets be talking in Atlanta, honey. Atlanta streets be talking. It's like that motherfucking food be good. That's fucking tea in Atlanta be good, honey. Streets be talking. She just, I, you know, I can't really say much about Portia because Portia is my cancer sister. But it's a cancer. So, you know, with cancers, we love hard, you know, whether the niggas in the animal porn, whether the nigga cheating, whether the nigga got four baby mothers and never, you know, we love to love them down, love them down if you were cancer. So, can't really say much about the bitch, but what I can say is this, her and her niggas going to make money together, whether it be for publicity, whether it be for whatever it's going to be. They making money together and they doing what they got to do together. So, you know, at the end of the day, do what you got to do to get them checks, I guess. You know, God forbid your uh, image, your whatever, is out the door, okay? It's all about the money. It's all about the M-O-N-E-Y in Hollywood, okay? That's just what it's about. Everything goes out the window. Your dignity, your pussy, everything. It's all about the money. If you ain't got the money and the money don't look right, they can't do nothing with you. So, I mean, at the end of the day, 
Dennis is ugly. He's he's another ugly nigga. See, the ugly niggas is out here winning, y'all. And I just can't give ugly niggas the time of day. And maybe I should, so I can win too. But, you know, ugly niggas is winning. So, he got his girl back. And it all that matters. So, we... I, I can't even, you know, go there. I can't. Um, And, you know... The housewives speaking, you know, and speaking of the housewives too, I saw a post where Apollo is out of jail. He's at the halfway house and he did his message where like, you know, he went to see his kids. And I would never think that Phaedra would be the one to keep the man from his kids. Because if you are a person that watches the housewives, back in the couple of seasons, she was all over Apollo. Like Apollo and her were into like some things. And, you know, when we looked at Apollo and we looked at the timeline that she was pregnant, it didn't make any sense. It didn't come together. But they were, you know, having a baby. He was the father. Kids looked just like him. Now, here this man is out of jail. You know, I, I get it. When he was in jail, she didn't want to take the kids there to see him. You know, a lot of mothers don't do that. You know, they want to wait until the children are a little bit older, until the father or whoever comes home, they can explain. But this man has been home. Now, he came home one time, then got sent back, then they let him back out again. So, he done came home. He had the halfway house. I'm sure at the halfway house, you do get certain things that you can do. You can go out at a certain time, but you got to be back at a certain time. You can talk on the phone, whatever. Now, if Phaedra is really keeping these kids from their father... I think that is dirty of her. And, you know, I saw a post, too, where Peter was like, you know, we know the real reason, like, the real housewives of Atlanta cameras are not there, so you're making the storyline. And, you know, I never thought Phaedra would be that one, but when I looked at what you know she did to Candy and built that whole lie about Candy, I'm like, mm, this bitch is a savage. So it's just like, damn, you really, and it really... It really, in the long run, it hurts the kids because the kids, you know, I'm sure have been asking about their father, probably trying to figure out where their father is. And, you know, being that they're young, this will be a good time, you know, they can build this relationship. And he wasn't really in for that long a period of time. He already missed big moments in their lives already. First day of school, this, that, you know, certain things. So for her to keep these kids away from him and then plus, but you got a new man too. It's just like, girl, like, come on. Like, don't be that stereotype. You know what I'm saying, Phaedra? Don't. And you know, <laughs> here we go back to the money. And Bravo gave her a check and did like a life after Apollo Phaedra jail series. Oh, that bitch would have been, the kids would have been over there at 8 a.m., okay? Dropped off, ready, okay? It is all about the money. She don't have, that's why this episode is called Opportunities. This is not an opportunity that she wants to go go through, okay? No, she's not given an opportunity. Until she's given an opportunity to be recorded with them Bravo cameras, then that's when that nigga can see his kids, basically. So it's either cameras. You get the camera, you get the kids. No camera, no kids. Point blank. That's how it's going down. Point blank period. Like, it's no camera, no kids. And that's another, because I saw something else, too, where Sin, Santana, is keeping little Lexington away from Joe Button. And it's like, okay, y'all broke up. Stop using these kids as these pawns, okay, for these niggas. Because these niggas is not coming back, Okay. 
If the nigga done did whatever he did, he did it for a reason, apparently. That's what they say. Niggas do shit for reasons. That's what niggas say, y'all. When I be talking to niggas, they say they do things for a reason. If a bitch is not doing something, they gonna go get it somewhere else. So, you using these kids as a pawn... And in the long run, you're hurting the kids. Like, this is the thing. And this is why, you know, the stereotype of black families growing up with no fathers and things like that. Because half of these women be out here trifling and shit. And I feel like, you know, they don't want to take the blame for certain things. But they just be out here doing some grimy, savage-ass shit. So it's like, girl, why the fuck is you keeping this kid from this boy? We already know that Joe Button has been through some things with his other kids so it's like why would you even do any of that okay you got this little single that you promoting you got a video coming out you know like what fucking more do do you want from us like what fucking more do you want from him like for real for real we only only knew we only knew who you were based off of the people that you were dating you dated eric Kamena. she let us know who you were now you worth Joe Button. Like, it's just like, okay, we didn't even know who the fuck you were at first. We didn't even care who the fuck you were. And when you were in the relationship with Joe Button, we only gave a fuck about Joe Button. So it's like, please, let that man see his kids, okay? Like, let these men see these kids. And she may be another one. The loving hip-hop cameras is not, you know, showing and uh, recording anymore. So it's like, okay, nope. I'm not going to show this nigga being a good father on camera. Oh, hell no. To the cameras come, to that money come, that's when this nigga can see. Like, bitch, don't do it. Okay? Because there's plenty of, you know, people out here that don't know who their fathers are, never got to see them. Fathers really are out of their lives. And y'all bitches need to stop this shit, okay? Y'all really do. Now, if the opportunity presents itself, y'all need to let them niggas see them kids. All right? So, that, that right there is just like, when I saw all of that, I was just like, okay, these bitches, these bitches. Just be the bitches sometimes. So, you know, R. Kelly's going through what he's going through. And he's having trouble reading in jail. So, he said he can't read his fan mail and he can't read his Bible. Now, why is that any of our concern? I do not fucking know. You know, he's having problems with reading. Okay. All right, R. Kelly. Like. Every day is something with him. First it was, you know, something with him. He couldn't be locked up and fine man, whatever. Now is he having issues reading his fan mail and his who the fuck is still sending him fan mail? I probably would be surprised. And he can't read his Bible. Boy, you wasn't reading your Bible before you got before you got put in the jail. You know, people always wanna bring the Bible into shit. Okay. Always wanna always want God to help him, but they don't never be praising him when they supposed to be. You know, so now he read the Bible. Okay. Okay. Right. Just like Wendy Williams ain't know her husband was cheating, okay, and had a whole mistress. So she claimed. But now she come out of interviews and tell us that she been new. Bitch, we been new too. <laughs> you ain't keep a secret from us, bitch. We been new. We knew. And we knew that you knew. Okay? Listen. This persona that people try to put on, and this is why I tell y'all stop trying to look to be like these people that you see on Instagram and these celebrities. And it's a shame because when I go out in the street, half of these bitches look like Instagram, look like my damn explore page, and it's just terrible. Nothing is real anymore. So, Wendy, you them keep this secret from us, and you telling us that you've been new for years, that your husband was cheating on you and had a mistress, okay? And now when shit had to hit the fan and he didn't got that mistress pregnant because he got real extra messy with the cheating, 
And it's reports about your show about to be canceled. Now you want to let us know about that you've been through this. And you say that you, you know, stayed for for little Kevin or whatever like that. Okay. Listen. Some women are stronger than others. Some women, you know, say enough is enough. I got to go pack my kids up. We out of here. And some women will stay until their kids get a little bit older and they can explain everything. At the end of the day, I think you deserve it to yourself and you deserve to your kids to get the fuck up out of there, okay? If you realize in the beginning of the relationship, a couple of years into the relationship that the nigga ain't shit, then the nigga ain't shit. Their daddy ain't shit, okay? And I don't think it's a problem with you sitting down telling your kids that the daddy ain't shit when it comes to you. Okay, not when it comes to their parenting. That's the difference. See, the conversation don't be right. Y'all be having these conversations with your kids and y'all be making it seem like their parental skills is not good with the father instead of saying, no, your father wants shit to me. Okay, and this is how you're not supposed to treat a woman or whatever the case may be. That's the problem. And you know, Wendy, at the end of the day, you grown sis, you could do whatever you feel is need necessary, but we been new sis. We knew, sis, that you been new, okay? Because ain't no way a nigga gonna have a whole mistress going on vacations. Mistress live in the same building. Mistress live three blocks down and moving her there. The mistress got a car and paparazzi is everywhere. Ain't no way in the world you ain't no bitch, you knew. You knew so bad that it drove you to go on a binge, okay? And you, you done relapsed. So, here's, here's what we got to say to this. Now the cat is out the bag, fuck it, have fun, okay? Wendy, I see you, you out here, no makeup. You having yourself a good-ass time. You living life, but you something the fuck else. That's what I do know. You something the fuck else. And you another one. My opportunity presents itself with some good money and some good recording. Oh, bitch, you'll be there too, okay? Spilling everybody's tea except for yours. And I mean, honestly, ain't no fun in ain't. It ain't fun if you can't spill other people's tea now, okay? Like, shit, it ain't fun now. But you do got to spill a little bit of your shit, too. But this bitch just thought she just keeping this from us for years to come. Bitch, we been new. We knew. We was just waiting for you to figure it out. Waiting for you to wake up and smell the goddamn coffee and the roses and whatever else the fuck you been smelling. But we knew. So now this nigga got a baby. I don't even think he cared about the baby. The baby mother done, he done shipped her somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. But what I'm really, I'm, I'm fucking waiting with my nosy ass when the opportunity presents itself to me. I'm trying to see what the baby look like. Okay? That's what the fuck I'm trying to see. I'm fucked by what's going on or how long you knew or how long you want to keep the secret. What the baby look like, sis. Have you seen that? Tell us that, T. Don't tell us a tea about you being new, about your cheating ass husband. What the baby look like, sis? Okay? What the baby look like? What it look like? What it look like? What the baby looking like, huh? What it looking like? Okay? What it looking like? So, a lot of shit done really happened, y'all. Like, a lot of things. Like, you know... I seen something too about Brian McKnight's son coming out saying he's not a good father. And, all. you know, it's just a lot of things. And, you know, opportunity is something. When the opportunity comes and the money looks right, people really do some crazy things. Okay. They do some crazy, selfish things. And, you know, everything happens for a reason, I guess. You know, and I also. 
And I know people have been talking about this too, but I really wasn't going to touch it because I didn't really care too much about the whole Miley Cyrus thing and her um, kissing, uh, 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 what's the boy name? Caitlyn Jenner, Brody Jenner's ex-wife or whatever. Listen, here we go again. The opportunity presented itself and the bitch wanted to kiss her. So what the fuck? They're kissing. And it got rid of both of them. And it got rid of both of them men. And now they with each other. Having them a fucking good ass time. Now, is it a hot girl summer? Probably for them. It's a crazy one. It's a hot girl white summer. See, the white people don't have no hot girl summer because their summers be already fucking lit. Their summers, their winters, their spring, their falls, they just be lit regardless. Okay? So they can't even be in a category with the hot girl summer. But this bitch is having a time of her life. Just put it like that. She's having a time of her life. She probably already wanted to be in a relationship with the girl, probably. And who's to say that they were just kissing, you know, randomly wanting to kiss each other? I don't know. But what I do know is, why the fuck do we care? Like, people were really tweeting this and showing this and, like, I'm posting this. I'm like, this is Molly Cyrus. Why the fuck do we care about Molly Cyrus and her kissing this boy? We don't even... We, we don't even know Brody Jenner anymore. Like, we don't even keep up with him. I don't even watch the fucking Hills remake, no nothing. Like, why the fuck do we care about Brody Jenner? Like, who the fuck is he? Like, why? Why we care? So, you know, people, I just, you know, I don't know. And, you know, I saw this post where, um, where, Amber Rose was upset and she was getting some things off her chest and she was uh, mad because, you know, one, she was mad because, you know, that little list going around about the top hoes in the game and she wasn't number two or some shit. Now she got some things off her chest about, you know, people in the limelight using her. And I think this was directed towards Black China because I don't, I feel like her and Black China don't really hang out like that anymore. So, you know, because a lot of people in the industry are saying that Black China has really changed and is like really going downhill. And even when I like watch clips of her show, I'm just like, woo, this is, this is too much. But, you know, she wanted to get a couple of things off her chest. She wanted us to know certain things. And, you know, she went off and on people and all this other stuff. And, you know, it was a big ordeal with her. It was just like something where the opportunity to present yourself for you to swipe up, you just swiped. Like, it didn't even give a fuck about Amber Rose. Like, who the fuck can? And, you know, I also, too, when I was swiping up after I saw all of that, I, I looked at the Trina public service announcement she gave us, you know, and she said, you know, she's going to go on live and record this for one time, one time only. So I looked at it and I was like, okay, Trina, you about to give us my... Trina is born, y'all. She really is. She's not the bitch that looks to get no tea. So, you know, she's sitting, I'm like, damn. You know, Nikki then came and was like, oh, Trina, can't think and da-da-da-da. And then when she gets on there, me and Nikki are good. We're good. Like, we're good over here. My team, I can't blame anybody for my... Yeah, bitch, you can't blame nobody for that weak-ass album not getting no play. You can't. Only person you can blame is your rapping skills and your team. That's it. Can't blame nobody else. And then the thing about it is you made it seem like you was really going to say some shit talking about, oh, you only going to address it one time and one time only. But you didn't address anything. Nothing really happened. Nothing occurred. Didn't say anything. That was crazy. So it was just like, okay, Trina's on live. Whatever. 
So, you know, a lot of shit in Hollywood, when opportunity presents itself, all you can do is just twerk it out. Have you a good time, okay? Twerk and just pop your pussy. That's it. That's all you can do, okay? That's all you can do. That's all you, you know. What more can you do? Huh? What more can you do? So, what you won't do is have your friend send me a friend request after I blocked you. I blocked you for a reason. And then you had your friend go look me up and your friend request me. So, I'm definitely going to say no because I know that's your friend. You're just blocked. Okay? I don't want you in my business. I don't want you to see what I'm doing. Okay? The opportunity to present yourself and you fucked up. So, I got to block you. And what you won't do is when we first start texting, it's ask me to send a picture of myself. Listen, that is the biggest pet peeve I have. No, you can't see a picture of myself. How about we start a dialogue first? How about we start a conversation? Like, where you work? What you doing? Things like that before you ask to see me. Okay? Like, I just don't get it. Niggas, is the first. Can I see a picture? No. No, nigga. No. Oh, you know what? Matter of fact, you want to see a picture of myself? Here, I'm going to see a picture of my dog. Like, stop. That shit is so annoying. Like, first thing, they, they get into a little conversation a little bit. Hey, how you doing? Then they're like, oh, can you send a picture of myself? No. <laughs> no. I cannot. Okay. So what you won't do is have your friend send me a friend request after I blocked you. I blocked you for a reason. Okay. I didn't want you to see nothing no more. You got on my nerves. You fucked up. And then what you won't do is when we first start texting, ask me to send a picture of myself. No. I don't have none. My iCloud got erased. Ain't no more pictures. And no, I can't take one now on my phone. No. Ain't happening. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Okay. So, this is episode 88, Opportunities. I hope everyone has a good work week. I hope any opportunity that comes your way, okay, presents itself, you take it, okay? You take it. So, of course, guys, you can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, um, SoundCloud. We're also on iHeartRadio, so make sure you check out all the podcasts on there and search for Shanghai Chronicles. We should be in the society and culture section. Um, also, people, some good things are coming, so just wait on it. Be patient with the sister, okay? But until then, just keep checking out the episodes. Keep supporting. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, okay? To make sure you guys listen. And yet again, have a good work week. All right. And I'm out. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain. And it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS.
These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.